The superpower that every citizen has is the ability to control where they spend their time, money, and attention. By focusing these on supporting local businesses, you are having a profound impact on your friends, your family, and your local community. So if you want to change the world, you can start with buying local. Welcome back, everyone, to Buying Local. I am your host, Mike Nelson. Uh, each week, if you're a new listener, each or I shouldn't say each week, but each episode, we interview local business owners, people that are involved in the community in different facets, and uh, kind of help to try to amplify their voice uh, and their message. So today, oh, and forgive me, I'm a little stuffy sounding here. My allergies are out of control. I don't know what it is. but uh, So today, we're joined by Stephen Zabala. <laughs> which we were just joking around. It's like my favorite. Every time I hear his name, I'm like, Zabala. Like, it's just a great last name. Uh, Stephen, welcome. Thanks for coming in, man. Thanks for having me, Mike. Yeah, absolutely. So Stephen's a a pretty dynamic dude. He does all kinds of different stuff we're going to talk about today, including uh, owning Green Fork, uh, which is a meal prep and delivery service. And um, it's it's pretty cool. You got a a cool format and amazing food. And... uh, and you do catering and everything else, but uh, I won't butcher that yet. Though we'll we'll, uh, we'll kind of get into it. So Steve, I want I know you've got pretty uh, healthy resume and stuff that you're doing right now, yeah. right? So yeah. why don't you kind of uh, run us through all the stuffs, st- all the stuffs, all the stuffs, all the things that uh, that you're up to? Yeah, I do a lot. Pretty yeah. busy guy. Uh, I have two businesses. One is called Green Fork, and that's the meal prep, nutrition, coaching, uh, catering, food, um, healthy lifestyle kind of brand. And then I also do personal training, um, group coaching, and I have that under a business called Primal Fit. Um, so between those two things and being a father, you know, keeps me pretty busy. Yeah. 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 I forget that. You, you've got a son, right? Yeah. How he's, old is he? He's 15. 15. My son's 15 as yeah. well. That's crazy, yeah, right? Yeah, you've rolled with him in jiu-jitsu. I rolled with your son? Yeah. Stop it. Yeah, he's there. That's yeah. funny. Yep. I had no idea. Yep. Did he tap me out? <laughs> I don't know. Did he? I don't know. <laughs> Is he's he a pretty sp- savage. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's like, he's really into the same things that I'm into. Yeah. He exercises all the time. He eats clean. I got him working with me. So that's cool, um, man. He's really into his, his fitness, his health and, yeah. and martial arts. He loves it. Yeah. Building so, all those habits when you're young too, man, that's totally. huge. Yeah. That's huge. That's what I'm trying to do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, so of course, aside from jujitsu, you also have got the, the Budokan. Tell, tell the listeners about Budokan because that's just yeah. cool stuff, man. Yeah. Yeah. Budokan is a really, um, it's mixed movement, you know, it's, a, yeah. you could say that yoga is what introduced me to it because mm-hmm. uh, I was really into yoga for a while, got my t- teacher training and all that, but it was lacking something for me. Yeah. You know, I didn't like being stuck on the mat. Uh, I've always been an active guy and like love exercise. I'll get my heart rate up. Um, so this Budokan is like a mix. Uh, this guy, Cameron Shane invented it, but it's a mix of like yoga, martial arts, um, animal movements, mm-hmm. um, really dynamic flowy type movements um so all and a little bit of dance and then there's like a philosophy so philosophy philosophy aspect to it which is really cool um so it's got a it's very all-encompassing and yeah it's a quadrupedal movement so you're on the floor moving around Mm -hmm. jumping around um pretending to be an animal you know yeah it's really really cool yeah, it, it's uh, I always see like the uh, on well when I was on social media, I'd always see like the GMB fitness, you yeah. know, and those kinds of movement patterns that were just so cool. Yeah, there's GMB, there's Animal Flow, there's yeah. Budokan, there's uh, this guy in Brazil uh, that was, has been doing it for a super long time, 
I don't know what that's called. It's like something hymnastica, yeah, or whatever. But it's all just like natural movement, yeah. You know, yeah, kind of get you know the range of motion that you're supposed to be with your body and yeah, your joints and all I've that heard, fun stuff. I've heard it called yoga for CrossFitters. Yoga for yeah. CrossFitters, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. some of it gets really intense. You know, you're really running around the room, jumping around like beating your chest like a gorilla, and <laughs> getting really into it. I love it. Yeah, I love it. yeah. Uh, are you teaching that anywhere right now? Because like no one offers those kinds of classes around here. I know. Um, there was a guy, Justin Wolfer. Yeah. He used to really be into Budokan. He's the guy that actually introduced me to it. No kidding. Um, way back in the day. Um, so he was offering it. And yeah, I, th- I think I'm going to do some workshops yeah. coming up soon because I want to use the dojo maybe to uh, yeah. to get some people and do some workshops. I have offered the class before, pre-COVID. I was, yep. you know, had some numbers. I built up a nice class size. Um, and then that kind of just all went away. So yeah. it is kind of an interesting, unique thing that, you know, you have to be into that sort of thing sure. to really want to get into it. Um, people look at it and they're like, there's no way I can do that. It's so crazy. But, yeah. but anybody can, you know. Yeah. So. Just little baby steps in the beginning if you need and work into it, right? I mean, that's yeah. kind of the point is the process of, of going through those movements and learning them. But Yeah, yeah. Starting from the ground up. It is a new movement system. It's totally different. But once you get it, you can... Like there's basic foundational principles, yeah. just like any system of movement or any uh, anything. Uh, and once you get that, you can play with it and make it your own, and it's super creative and fun uh, and flowy, and yeah, it's just amazing. But it's there's anybody can do it. Yeah, yeah. So That's... so yes, I want to do some workshops coming up soon for sure. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Stay tuned, everyone. I, I think it's really cool stuff. I, yeah. It's uh, fascinating, and I know how much it can help your body too, from a standpoint of being able to. You know, if you're old like I am, trying to get your range of motion back, or you know, even if you're just younger, trying to keep that range of motion uh, there. Yeah, healthy. Yeah, yeah. People mix up, you know, flexibility and mobility all the time, and, mm-hmm. and mobility is really the ability to get into, say, like a deep squat position, and yep. then be strong in that position. So your joints are strong in awkward positions, mm-hmm. and you do jujitsu, right? So you know you're in some weird positions. Yeah, and you have to be strong. And from those positions. And so, you know, like your shoulder gets into it's pretty wild spots. And again, you have to be strong and stable there. So it's really great yeah. for maintaining the healthy range of motion. Yeah, I know. Definitely. Uh, I need to do some some hip work, man. My hips are uh, yeah. my hips are killing me right now in jiu-jitsu. Like they're so tight. Can't get my range of motion. And yeah, it's a really nice adjunct for for martial arts. Yeah, for sure. So. Um, all right. So let's talk about battleground. Okay. Right? Because you train over there. Yeah. It's my friend, Rebecca, um, who you should have on here. She's I great. should. Yeah. Yes. Rebecca, so, please come on. Yeah. Uh, she's really great. She owns, she opened it po- right after COVID. Okay. We trained together at a place called Fit Strength and Conditioning back in the day, pre-COVID. Yep. Uh, that gym, unfortunately, shut down. Uh, and then after, she started her own gym. Yeah. And that's been going since 2020. I've been helping her coach there since she opened. Nice. Uh, so I do group classes over there. Uh I write the Wednesday workouts, so okay. those are conditioning. It's like total body conditioning, so I get to put my flavor on it. We do some body weight movements like the Animal Flow, Budokan mm-hmm. type of stuff, um, but I'm also a huge fan of kettlebells. Um, I was going to ask because I know the stuff that I'd seen from you as, with with that was a lot of uh, kettlebell-centric stuff. Like, is it only yeah. kettlebells, or do you guys incorporate other stuff as well? No, there's there's everything, tons everything. of everything. I, Wednesdays, that's my thing. I really love kettlebells. And, yeah. You know, but we do everything. I mean, we use barbells, trap bars, dumbbells, sandbags, bands, yeah. body weight, 
anything you can think of really. That's cool. Yeah. So it's pretty comprehensive. It's, uh, strength and conditioning, classic strength and conditioning. Yeah. So, you know, deadlifts, squats, uh, bench press, overhead press, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then that leads into your personal training stuff, right? So you do, yeah. so tell us about how, how all that worked. Like, do you train out of the, out of that gym or do you go to people's houses? Like, how does that work? Uh, a little bit of everything yeah. actually. So I do, I have a few clients where I'll, I'll go to their house. They, you know, they prefer that. Um, I also train out of my home gym mm-hmm. at my, in my garage. It's a pretty nice setup. Uh, but I also do train out of battleground. So anywhere. Yeah. Really. Um, during COVID I was training out of the state park had classes going. Oh yeah. So yeah, that's cool. And stuff. It was cool. But, um, yeah, so I do personal training as well. Um, that's actually, I've been doing that since 2016. Um, I'm getting back now, giving my backstory a little bit, but, um, I've been a chef my whole life. Uh, grew up in Saratoga cooking in various restaurants and I moved to Arizona in like 2016. Uh, and I was working culinary jobs out there. I landed a job at this place called Canyon Ranch, super nice, uh, facility, health and wellness kind of retreat area. A lot of celebrities go there to kind of dry out a little bit, <laughs> you know? So I was like, okay, this will be cool. You know, I have a degree in culinary nutrition. I've always been into that. So maybe here's an opportunity for me to use that degree. Uh, and it turned out to just be like the worst job I've ever had. So, oh, sweet. so I left <laughs> and had kind of a existential crisis. Like, what am I going to do? I don't want to cook anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. So I did my yoga teacher training, Baja, Mexico, 30 days on the beach. It was sounds awful. (laughs) Absolutely transformational. I mean, inside and out. Um, Yeah. You had me at Baja, Mexico. It's great. Yeah. Just eating like super clean food, yoga twice a day, meditation, um, sun, sand. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, yeah, that was great. But after that, I got back and did my personal training certification, started teaching yoga in Tucson, Arizona. Um, started developing some one-on-one clients, uh, at a local gym, uh, and then getting back to food. So I was doing that for about six months and then my clients would come to me and say, you know, I'm not losing weight or like, I'm not achieving the results I want. Uh, and most of it was around their diet, mm-hmm. their nutrition plan. And they, most of them didn't have time or energy or knowledge around yeah. food and nutrition. So I said, all right, well, let me do it for you. You know, I have this background in culinary let me just do your meal prep for you. You can pay me for it and we'll do that. So I had about a dozen clients where, yeah. where I was doing that. Um, and then the gym, gym owners caught wind of that and they wanted to work with me. So this is how Green Fork started. It's always been my idea through college and stuff. Green Fork, I've got the tattoo on my arm here. Yeah. Fork with roots. Um, so they caught wind of it and they had seven different locations in, in Tucson. And it was two, two guys, extremely helpful to me. So they brought me in and were like, listen, we're doing all these six, uh, six week challenges. You know, yep. remember when those were big like yeah. years ago, 2016. So seven different gyms across the area, six week challenges. They had hundreds of clients and thousands across the, the city. And they said, we want you to do the food for all of it. So all the meal prep for the six week challenge based on these diet, you know, these uh, restrictions that we're mm-hmm. putting on these people. So I did. And that was like, my business went from 12 clients to, you know, a thousand. Yeah. That's amazing. It was crazy. So that's how Green Fork got started. Um, but, and that's how I started personal training and yoga and everything. So it kind of just like making that choice to go from working in restaurants and working for other people mm-hmm. to going full blown entrepreneur, um, 
kind of really just it took off for me within a couple within like a couple of years. I think everybody should own their own business personally, but it's great. I mean, it's a, it's a lot of work. Yeah, it's it's not easy. Work. Yeah, it's not for the faint of heart for sure. But, but like I, you know, like I just feel that entrepreneurism is, you know, it's like the purest path to freedom, right? Like yeah. you know, and yeah. uh, you know, it's not for everybody for sure. Not everybody wants to you know have that kind of freedom. Uh, cause it also comes with a price, uh, yeah. you know, Certainly. but, um, yeah, I think everybody, if they can, they should, you have to be driven. You have to really want it. You yeah. know, you can't, you have to, you have to be disciplined. Um, you can't really mess around. You have to, you have to, nobody's going to write your schedule for you. Right. Nobody's going to help you, you know? Yeah. Sometimes you know? all that freedom can really be a bad thing, man. Yeah. I, yeah. A lot of responsibility. Yeah. For but, sure. But so rewarding. It's so great. Yeah. And then, so, you know, kind of moving towards talking about Green Fork. So how did you end up back out here on the East Coast? Uh, family stuff. My yeah. son moved back here. Yeah. And so I kind of had to pack up all that business that I had, which was thriving, and then move back here, um, which I did, you know. So moved back here, uh, started working at a gym, doing group classes, which I had never done besides yoga. Yeah. I'd never taught group classes, so... I did that for about a year and then sure enough, you know, you talk about Green Fork and yeah. ended up getting some clients working one-on-one with them, ended up doing Green Fork out of my house, you know, yep. starting out slow and then it just caught wind, caught fire, uh, ended up getting a place, doing that for a little while, I had a business partner for a little while um, and it just grew from there. So yeah. it kind of grew almost the same way it did in Arizona, yeah. uh, very organically. Uh, so yeah, well, if you got a good product and good service and you know, good, you know, people yeah. are going to want to use it. Right. Yeah. And I think you can't talk about fitness without talking about nutrition. Yeah. You know, so you're in a gym, you spend an hour a day there. Well, what's the other eight hours of your day look like? Yeah. You know, or, or 23 hours rather, you know, like, are you eating good? Are you doing more movement than just in the gym? Are you hydrating? Are you sleeping well? There's so much to it. So you know, my thing being nutrition and food, I want to be able to offer that mm-hmm. to the community, to the world. Um, and so what better place to meet people than in a gym? Yeah. And so now you're, so you've got your location, you got your based out of the mall, right? That, yeah. That's where your, your kitchen is. Yep. In the Wilton Mall. In the Wilton Mall. Yeah. And, um, but you guys don't do any kind of dine-in service though. I want to make sure we said before people start showing up looking to, uh, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we did try that. So they wanted us to be open in the, in the mall and we did try for several months. Uh, there just wasn't enough traffic. Yeah. You know, unfortunately we sunk a bunch of money into like a new countertop. We made this nice wood countertop yeah. to go across. We built a sign. So we're geared for it. Like we could do it. Yeah. Um, if I wanted to, but you know, there's just not enough traffic. Yeah. And eventually, you know, they're talking about putting those condos in there. If that happens, there's more traffic. Maybe we would open. Sure, up. I would love to. You yeah, know, obviously it's just another. Yeah, do a dine-in service, counter service. Yeah, why not? There's a Planet Fitness right there, so mm-hmm. you can come over and get a nice healthy lunch or whatever. I'd love to be able to offer that, but the demand right now, yeah, isn't so much. And I'm doing fine with what I'm doing already. So yeah, and so and so <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, uh, you know, tell us a little bit about the services that you are offering through through Greenfield, through Greenfield, Green Fork, <laughs> Green Fork. Yeah. Uh, so right now. Uh, just a meal prep service, right? So we do six different meals and some snacks and bone broths and stuff. So six different meals, two chicken, two turkey, and two beef each week. Uh, And you can 
choose to do a subscription or you can order a la carte. So you mm-hmm. go on my website, eatgreenfork.com. Everything's listed there. Uh, it tells you how to order the process and everything. But, um, yeah, it, I try to mix up the menu every six weeks to be seasonal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the meals are prepackaged, pre-portioned. Portion control is a huge thing, right? Yeah. The whole idea. Uh, fully cooked in eco-friendly uh, containers. You just throw it in the microwave for two, three minutes, and you have a nice hot meal. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And now, are people able to customize the meal plans based around their own personal nutrition, or how does that work? Uh, no, not really, because... Unless they want to pay extra, right? <laughs> yeah, that's a lot, you know? Yeah. So the way that I structured it is uh, pretty pretty broad. I painted mm-hmm. broad stroke nutrition-wise. So uh, everything is gluten-free. Everything is dairy-free. Uh, you can order a vegan option, uh, and all the accompaniments are also made vegan. Mm-hmm. So, um, and it's pretty straightforward across the board. It's whole food. It's real food. It's we don't use a lot of things that cause allergies. We don't use mm-hmm. a lot of allergens. So in that way, it's good for anybody to eat. I mean, yeah. we do five ounces of protein, three and a half ounces of carbs, and a handful of non-starchy vegetables. So each meal is about forty grams of protein. Uh, and about 500 calories ish, uh, yeah, in total. So it's good for most people, you yeah. know, and unless you have a specific need, uh, like you need way more protein or something, uh, you know, it covers most bases. Yeah. So, yeah. So individual nutrition plans, no, but another service that we offer is nutrition coaching. Yeah. So if you, so I would work with you say you needed to uh, help figuring out this whole nutrition thing. There's a lot of misinformation out there. There's a lot of yeah. bullshit out there. Um, you want to work with a, a nutritionist or a dietitian or somebody. Uh, you would come to me, and I would help you break down your nutrient needs, your macronutrient needs, um, and explain that whole process to you and help you, you know, get on the right path there. Yeah. So, um, so as far as like who this service is really good for, right? It's good for. You know, they don't have to be a pro athlete to take advantage of this kind of just someone who just wants to improve their nutrition, doesn't have the time. Like, who, who are some of the people that you're working with? Honestly, anybody could benefit from this, right? If you, yeah, mostly people that care about their health. If you're yep. somebody that cares about your health and wellness, then you're going to be drawn to clean eating, right? Um, but I do sponsor some athletes. I've sponsored triathletes in the past. Cool. Alex Besso, you know her? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Don Walton, who you just had on this podcast. Yeah. Um, I helped him with his his first pro fight. Cutting weight is really hard to do. Yeah. You know, he had to drop like 30 pounds in a couple of months. Cutting so, weight without starving yourself and completely destroying your body. Yeah. 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 And it's tough to do. And it's not something I would do with a normal person. Yeah. You know, but a pro athlete in that sport, um, you got to do it. So, so I helped him. I gave him all the food that he needed. I gave him some supplements. Uh, helped him a little with his training mm-hmm. uh, and got him down. He made weight and and then the, the recovery process afterwards too, you know, that's a big deal. You can't yeah. just, you know, lose 30 pounds and be skin and bones and then just start mounting down cheeseburgers and milkshakes. And- you know, it's funny. Uh, years ago, I, a buddy of mine was doing some of the like fitness competitions, you know, and um, he, you know, did the whole thing with eating clean training for however, you know, a year or eight months or six months or whatever it was. And, and then uh, he went to the event. He did well in the event. And then when the event was over, he went right for the cheeseburger and fries yeah. and blah, blah, blah. And then, yeah. like, 
had like this crazy edema thing happening in his oh, legs yeah. where he like had to go to the hospital because he's like he thought his leg was gonna basically like explode because it was so swollen uh, yeah. because all of a sudden all that sodium and and water was getting pumped in there and uh, his yeah. body just didn't know how to handle it. Yeah, you got to be really careful, especially yeah. when you're when you're drying your body out like that uh, for competition. Uh, yeah, for bodybuilding. Yeah, yeah, they get down to like you know less than three percent body fat. And yeah, it's dangerous. Dangerous. And so you have to recover properly. So you have to reverse diet. Uh, that's super important. But you know you don't have to be a pro athlete. You don't mm-hmm. have to be a, you know a fighter or whatever. Uh, if you're just a busy person and like to eat clean on the go. These meals are just two minutes in the microwave. You could even eat them cold. Yeah. You know, so anybody who's busy, uh, anybody who wants to eat clean but doesn't know like how me, to I'm, do that. Like I'm running down here. I'm like stopped by my house, grabbed a thing of uh, pasta salad, which I don't ever eat pasta, but it was like the only thing I had in my fridge that was cold yeah. and I could grab. So I was like, shit, I guess I'm eating pasta. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and then I'm like slamming it down on the car as I'm driving down here. But yeah, sometimes you got to do what you got to do, right? Ah, that's... <laughs> Basically, just poisoned myself. I feel like, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it could be worse. But it's that kind of stuff, though, right? I mean, it's, you know, just yeah. be, it doesn't. You don't have to be a, in fitness or be right. super. Just you're a no. person that's got a crazy schedule, like like we do. Well, and, yeah, uh, like entrepreneurs. I mean, I yeah. I benefit so much from my own meals. Yeah, I make extra so I can take them home because, you know, my girlfriend, my son, and I we all live together and we are eating eating them constantly. Yeah, just because we're always so busy, all of us. Yeah, it's. I mean, I'm a, you know, you and I have geeked out a little bit about food, and um, I'm a big nutrition geek. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't have your uh, knowledge or expertise or that stuff, but I, st- I love listening to podcasts, love listening, reading up on nutrition and different things that go on, and I've done every kind of exper- food experiment on my body that I, you yeah. can do basically over the last 15 years, whether it was eating paleo or keto or all these different kinds of things over the years and trying different things. I went vegan for a while, vegetarian a few times. Um, and just trying to experiment to see what worked for my body, you know, um, got big in intermittent fasting, but a yep. huge fan of fasting, yep. um, and all the benefits that come along with that. But then I did read, a, listen to a podcast recently with some experts, uh, on, uh, I think it was on Huberman. You listen to Huberman? Oh, yeah, it's great. Love yeah, his podcast. Amazing. He had a guy on talking about fasting though. And the guy was basically like, listen, like there's really no benefit of intermittent fasting compared to just caloric reduction he's like there's no magic thing about what time of day you're eating he's like it's just about reducing the amount of calories that you're eating at any given point in time but yeah basically that's it it's calories in versus calories out and that's a super general simplistic way of putting it um but it's very fair to say that yeah that's all that really matters now where things like special diets do help is um you know like intermittent fasting for example uh it puts a time restriction on when you can eat so if you didn't do that, you know, you didn't have the discipline to say, I'm only going to eat six hours a day. You'd be eating all day. You might end up eating 2,000 more calories. Way more calories, yeah. Right? And that just affects your your calorie deficit. So many different ways to skin the cat there. Yeah. Um, and it really depends on your individual needs, your lifestyle, your morals, you know. Yeah. Uh, all kinds of different uh, things that can affect it. But, yeah, calories in versus calories out is plain and simple I, uh, I recently tried to put breakfast. So I, I've been an uh, intermittent fasting guy for years now, right? Yeah. So typically I, you know, I'll eat my last meal somewhere around, we'll say seven o'clock at night. And then I don't eat again until before noon the next day. That's my rule, right? I, I can eat at noon if I want, or sometimes it ends up being one or two or three or whatever it is. But, uh, 
about, I don't know, maybe four or five months ago, I listened to that podcast about, like, doesn't matter what time. I'm like, oh, all right, I'm going to try breakfast out. I can't eat breakfast. Yeah. I put on. so used. <laughs> my body is so used to what I do yeah. now that I put on so much weight almost immediately because I just, I was now I was eating breakfast and then I was eating lunch and then I was eating dinner. So I literally I just added an extra meal in there instead yeah. of like right now I pretty much eat two meals. I eat a lunch and then I eat a dinner and, and we're calling it quits. But uh, yeah, it messed me all up, man. So I'm back yeah. on the don't eat before noon train. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. If that's what your body's become accustomed to. Yeah. And, you know, uh, it just depends on what your goals are. Too. Yeah. If you. You know, let's say you don't want to lose weight and you want to gain weight. Well, you know, you want to gain some muscle. You're going to have to eat more. Yeah. And a lot of people. More uh, of the right stuff. More of the right stuff. Right. Um, I have people that that come to me that their goal is to get bigger and gain muscle. A lot Mm -hmm. of people in the fitness world, you know, and so they're used to women mostly are used to eating less and less and starving themselves. Right. It's like, no, here's the idea. We're going to work out hard and we're going to feed your body with the fuel that it needs you're going to watch yourself grow. You're going to watch the body fat shrink yep. and your muscles grow. And that's the look you're going for. You know, you don't want to starve yourself too much. No, you're going to have the opposite effect. Yeah, definitely. Opposite effect. So, so you guys are doing your meal service. Yep. Right. Uh, and then, but you also, you, you're, you're still doing catering too, right? I'll do some catering. Yeah. Little just for friends and stuff. People reach out, uh, different events and stuff. We like to be at, uh, CrossFit events, and, yep. you know, anything that can help me, Spread the awareness of the meal prep stuff. Of the meal prep stuff. Got it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Because uh, I know that you you catered some food for us for our party last year. It was freaking amazing, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it was so yeah. good, and I was so pissed because uh, like everybody was eating the. I think it was the, like a short rib. Okay. Yeah. Was it a short rib? Yeah, it was like some sort of braised uh, beef. You yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, man, it was so good. And I was like, ooh, I'm going to have leftovers. I'm going to eat this for like a week. And then like there were no leftovers, man. Everybody ate the food on me and I was yeah. I was pissed. <laughs> Should have <laughs> more. I, I know. That was so funny. You have a party catered. Then you're like, I don't want anyone to eat the food because I want to I wanna eat it myself. But Yeah. Yeah, well, we aim to please, you know. I like to, uh, so, yeah, I like to do um, catering events here and there. Um like I said, we had one called the Masters Classic down in Fraternity. Yeah. Um, that was really cool because we get to feed these athletes and be a part of the, their growth. And what a great group of people they are down there at Fraternity. Yeah. I, I photographed them a bunch and just they're just all so great. And, yeah. you know, those guys will be doing workouts that are just murdering them. And, and they're still oh smiling and laughing and having a good time. Yeah. So I wanted to get into uh, the gyms that we partnered with uh, that helped me spread the word. But... Just on that point, yeah. I walk in there the past like few months. These guys have been going super hard. I walk in there at 6 a.m. to make my Monday deliveries, and yeah. they're going nuts. Like, yeah. Clean and squat and jerk, and the gym is packed, and the music's raging. Yeah, man. I'm getting out of my car listening to like a quiet like podcast or something, <laughs> and it's like a kick in the face when I walk in the door. It's great. I love it. Yeah, they got great people, great gym. Very supportive people help yeah. me out. Um, so, yeah, like I said, I partnered with – these different gyms, uh, everywhere from Albany up the Northway, Clifton Park, Saratoga, up in Lake George. So that has helped me spread the word too. Yeah. So if you're somebody that lives in the capital area, not necessarily in Saratoga, and you want to try Green Fork, you can get it delivered. Albany, Latham, two spots in Clifton Park, Saratoga, and Lake George. Okay. Yeah. And um, now when you say to get it delivered, like you're going to deliver it to those like drop points or they'll get it delivered right to their house? To the drop points. To the drop points, got yeah. it. So they could go to their gym or a gym close by them. If they don't even go to that gym, doesn't matter. But right. and they can go pick it up there. Right. And that that allows me to, you know, spread my 
uh, reach a little yeah. bit further and help more people. Um, and it also saves me from having to drive door to door in Albany. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to do that. What's, what's the price point? I'm sure that, and which I know I'm sure it fluctuates depending on food costs and things like that, but yeah. Um, I've set it at 14. I've only, I started at 12 years yep. ago and I've only raised the price by a dollar twice. And that's just because of inflation. You know, well, yeah, your food yeah. costs have got, had to have gone up. They did. Stupid yeah. amounts. Quite a bit. Yeah. Especially, you know, during COVID. Yeah. It was, got a little crazy there. Yeah. Between deliveries and supply chain problems. And yeah. Everything like Turkey used to be like three ninety nine. Now it's $8. So. I got to tell you, I don't know if you'll know the, the answer to this, but I, so I'm at the grocery store on uh, Friday and I'm looking, you know, I'm looking at, I'm looking at steak and I'm looking at burger and I'm just looking at the prices, which are ridiculous. And anyone that goes in the grocery store knows it's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. And then I see chicken breast and there it was like probably, you know, it's a half breast, right? Mm -hmm. And there must've been, I don't know, eight or nine of them in the package. And it was like eight ninety nine. And I was, yeah. I'm like trying to figure out how that chicken is so cheap. Like, is that is it even real chicken at that point? It's not good. You, you, you don't want that chicken, <laughs> you know, right? That's why I'm like, I'm like, do I buy this right now? I'm like, this is stupid cheap, but I, like, what are they feeding that chicken? Yeah, yeah, it's kind of gross. Yeah, like, right. They, just, they pump them full of hormones and stuff to make them grow real quick, and they feed them the cheapest stuff they can find. Uh, and the chicken tastes like rubber, and that's how they sell it so cheap. Yeah. You know? It's, it's gross. Yeah, I was perplexed. Yeah, we don't use that stuff. We use really good, <laughs> real good, good meat. Yeah, we try to get as clean and as fresh as possible, mm -hmm. you know, uh, with all the ingredients that we use. Um, it's really tough, though. You know, we could probably have a whole conversation on the state of agriculture. Yeah, in, we could. In the world and in, in the U.S. Um, and it's scary and it it's terrible. But, you know, I think one of the best things you can do is to support local, buy as local as possible. hundred percent. And just be aware of that stuff, you know, uh, good versus what's, what's really good, you know? Yeah. Um, so everything we do is antibiotic free. It's hormone free. Uh, I would really love to use local products, you know, local chicken stuff. Yeah. But, but unfortunately the farms aren't big enough to supply what I need. I was going to say, I think, Who's, I think probably the, one of the, is it Buckley's over in, uh, there's Buckley's, um, they can't supply it. You know, I need like 40 pounds of chicken breast yeah. a week, a week. Yeah, yeah. They can't do it. And Misty Knoll could, but they're very expensive. Yeah. You know? So I get the best products that I can. I work with a company, uh, performance that works with regional farms. Yep. So, you know, I do the best I can yeah. in, within the, uh, the matrix of the agricultural system. Yeah. yeah. I, I go on a whole kick about factory farms right now, man. I'll yeah, tell you. I'm, sure you I'm yeah. like, I yeah. <laughs> put my tinfoil hat on and uh, start talking about how I'm trying to extricate myself from shopping at the grocery store. That's like my mission in life right now. Yeah. But, be a local vore. Right? Yeah. That's the, yeah. that's one of the best ways to do it. You know, local vore. I've never heard that term. I love yeah. it. I need a hat. This is local vore. Yeah. Oh, for sure. That's amazing. Yeah. I've got this like, theory out on how we should all be eating regionally, yeah. you know, and locally. And we, we could totally self-sustain that way. But, you know, the thing is you wouldn't be able to have tomatoes in the winter. Right. It just wouldn't work. Or know? avocados at all. And yeah. I love avocados, Yeah, man. You'd have to sacrifice quite a bit. That's but a tough one. Yeah. I don't know. We'll figure it yeah. out. Yeah. There's a lot of cool ideas around uh, that stuff. And if you dig into, th there's some good to it, you know, there's yeah. a lot of history and, and um, things that you can learn from the follies of, of the agricultural system and the, and the way that we've done it so far. Mm -hmm. Rape and pillage the earth and 
yeah. you know, have all these huge monocrop farms. Uh, there are better ways to do it. And a lot of folks are starting to wake up to that. No-till regenerative farming, man. Yeah. That's what we're working on out at the, out at the farm. That's great. It's creating that that no no till regenerative system that uh, you know just gets everything back kind of into balance the way it's supposed to be. Yeah, biodiversity. Yeah, the soil better. Not using inputs, uh, chemical inputs like yeah. fertilizers and all those things uh, in order to keep your. You don't need it if you're you know doing certain things on your farm with livestock and everything else. So. Right, right. And if you take it, we'll use that chicken breast for example, but you know transfer it over to like a carrot, right? So an industrial yeah. grown carrot that's huge and it's super cheap is mostly water you know there's yeah. no nutrients in that carrot but if you take a carrot from your farm yeah where it's been fed with tons of good nutrients fresh soil it's going to be way tasting way better but also much more full of nutrients yeah healthy yeah that's i recently read an article about uh, these oranges coming out of i won't say where they're coming out of but oranges with no vitamin c in them yeah. Because they're yeah. growing these things with just chemical inputs. And while they're technically growing in orange, they're growing in orange with no nutritional value whatsoever. It's crazy. Yeah, that's sad too. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's scary. So that's that's my goal really is to just help uh, spread knowledge yeah. more than anything, right? Like I can cook for you. I can provide your meals. Uh, but really what I want to do in this community is be a voice of knowledge, uh, you know, in terms of real food nutrition yeah you know how can you how can you apply these food rules you know to quote michael pollan who's one of my favorite food authors yeah how can you apply them and just make good choices about what you're eating you know because knowledge is power right it goes a long way yeah and so there's like i said before there's so much misinformation and so much garbage out there regarding nutrition Mm -hmm. uh, and it's really quite simple and so if i can educate people on that and empower the community, you know, I think that's like the intro to this podcast, right? Yeah. It's like, you know, start small and support your local community. And then that helps the whole world grow. Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah. If you want to change the world, to... buy local. That's all you got to do, man. Right. And, and, and be a local voice, like teach. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Help everybody out. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, I just, how many people are, are ignorant of like what food does in your body and, and how it reacts in your body and, bad food and good food and, and why, you know, like what eating all that stuff from the grocery store really is doing to your body. Like, yeah, it's pretty gross. Yeah. If you know where it comes from and exactly what it is and what's, what it's doing to your body, yeah, you probably won't want to eat it. No. You know, and so many people just don't have the education around that. So they don't know. So they think a hot dog is a good choice. You know, Mm -hmm. it's not. Or like eating, uh, I won't use the brand name, but there's meat sticks that we all oh, know, yeah. love, yeah. you know, and then you look under, there's like things in there that are endocrine disruptors. And it's like, yeah. do you know what an endocrine disruptor does to your body? Because if you did, you wouldn't be enjoying that meat stick ever again. <laughs> yeah. I mean, ever since I actually learned about nutrition and, and what food really is, yeah, I don't look at it the same yeah. anymore. You know, there's certain things uh, that I just won't touch at all. I look at it and I think it's gross, Yeah, you know. A lot of things that come in packages are no good. That's a pretty simple rule to follow. Yep. Yeah. But but in terms of like actual real food too, like I look at everything is in terms of proteins, carbs, and fats and like try to eat a rainbow. And so it's kind of skewed my, uh, my vision on food and reality, mm-hmm. I guess in a way. It's hard, <laughs> it's hard sometimes to enjoy food when you're like, oh no, I need to get this much protein in. So. Yeah. 
Well, that's what Green Forks does, though, right? That yeah. uh, you know yeah. helps helps people not have to worry about that. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and like I said, more than anything, I, my vision for Green Fork is to be a, a force in the community for spreading knowledge around nutrition and food and healthy eating and, and that type of stuff. That's awesome. Wellness in general. Yeah. So, uh, so people want to find you. Maybe they're interested in your meal prep service, or maybe personal training, or all the the amazing things that you do. How do how do they find you? You can go on my website. It's uh, eatgreenfork.com. I'm on Instagram as greenforkeats. And my personal Instagram where I do some of my fitness stuff is Zabala underscore PRML. Uh, and you can find me on Facebook too, Steven Zabala. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you coming in, man, taking time to talk with us and tell us about what you're doing. Yeah, thank you very much. And uh, thanks for being who you are and spreading the word on local businesses. We're trying. It's super important. You know, like, like I talked about eating local, you also need to support your local businesses and keep, keep things in the community as much as you can. hundred percent. Yeah. Appreciate it. it. All right. Thanks everybody. Thanks Steven. Until next time, uh, check us out. You can find us, uh, pretty much anywhere you get podcasts these days, uh, Spotify, Apple, Google, uh, and you can also get us on uh, our websites, whether it's saratogabusinessreport.com, glensfallstoday.com. And I think we may even have a listing on saratogatodaynewspaper.com as well. So check us out, everybody. Thank you. Drazio Peterson Law Firm. They believe in educating individuals about their legal rights, empowering them to stand up for those rights, and guiding them towards the right decision in difficult situations. Because legal problems are never one size fits all. The superpower that every citizen has is the ability to control where they spend their time, money, and attention. By focusing these on supporting local businesses, you are having a profound impact on your friends, your family, and your local community. So if you want to change the world, you can start with buying local.